Well, welcome to Sport Analysis Network Nigeria Football. I'm your handquad, Hamid Abdelkarim. You can also call me football jurist. Coming up on this episode, we shall be taking a look at match the eight games in the Nigerian Professional Football League. We shall also be taking a review, a preview of the round of 16 games between the Super Eagles of Nigeria and the Kakid Eagles of Tunisia. Yes, I will not be working alone on the show. I have with me our regular analyst on the show, whose voice is shaky at the moment as he is a bit on that. Whether I'm talking about Amza Halasa, Amza, it's good to have you back on the show. And how is your voice doing? Thank you. Thank you very much, Abdul Hamid. The voice is there. It's the weather. Yeah. It will get better. Thank you for having me on the show. All right. Let's kick start the show without wasting much time from the Nigerian Professional Football League. Yes, I mean, let's start from the biggest one going to, yes, in the weekend. I wish I'll be going down between the tabletop pass, Remo Stars. Remo Stars will be traveling to play Enugu Rangers. I mean, Remo Stars, three points separate both sides at the moment. Enugu Rangers have lost just one game all season. Why Remo Stars still remain unbeaten? Is this the week that Remo Stars finally have? I mean, is this the week where Remo Stars uh, on beating streak can finally come to an end? Just maybe. Maybe Abdul Hamid, um, Coach Benga Gumbote, the Remon Stars gaffer, will be going back to his former employers, um, Enugu Rangers. You want to prove a point. You want to prove to the management of Enugu Rangers that he's a very good coach. Like you pointed out, um, Rangers International had lost just one match, interestingly, in their adopted home of Inewi. So... They will not want to lose a second match again at home. Um, both teams in their last five matches have won three and drawn draw, drew two apiece. So no, none of the teams will want to let this record go. But Enugu Rangers in their last match walloped Heartland Football Club of Aba, uh, Football Club of Oweri at the Dan Anyam Stadium by three goals to nothing. That is one of the biggest away victories we have seen in the NPFL recent, in recent times. One would want to say, oh, because Adelaide Football Club of Oweri is passing through all sorts of issues, financial crisis, non-payment of um, players and other staff, salaries and things like that. But one thing is sure, Heartland FC had not lost any match in Oweri this season, not until when Rangers won up them. The point is that Rangers is in superlative superlative form at the moment after they lost that match at Newe to Eiba Football Club of Aba, the coach Abdul Meikaba to third side is not leaving anything to chance. Raymond Stars on their own is proving bookmakers wrong. If anybody had predicted that Raymond Stars after match day seven would have not lost any match, both home and away in the MPFL, nobody would have taken that pundit serious. But there you go, Raymond Stars doing very well. Enugu Rangers doing very well. But at the end of 90 minutes of hostilities at the um, Ifa-Yuba Stadium in Newi, the adopted home of Enugu Rangers, I see Enugu Rangers winning this match by a very slim margin, Abdul Hamid. 
All right, that is Emza predicting a win for Enugu Rangers. Yes, another interesting encounter will be going on in about Adamasiba Stadium, where on the women shooting stars of the battle, we'll be playing also to Quara United. I mean, Quara United have been in scintillating form since the season started. I mean, they find themselves, yes, fifth on the log, made three wins, two draws, and two losses. And they will be playing, I mean, they will be away to, uh, uh, they will be away at Ibadan. I mean, with Edith Ogoi, uh, the coach of shooting stars of Ibadan, under pressure uh, after that loss last weekend. I mean, it is, this is now his second game. Do not forget that he has been given a three-match ultimatum. He lost the first one to Niger Tornadoes. Now, he is, this is the second one. She the stars of Ibadan cannot afford to drop any point in this encounter, Hamza. This meeting is being recorded. Shooting Stars Football Club of Ibadan, like you pointed out, has been underwhelming thus far this season. Um, and as it is, that match might be postponed, no thanks to the sad incident of um, Shooting Stars Club of Ibadan losing their general manager, Alaji Rashid, you recall Abdul Hamid. So as it is, Shooting Stars are not in the best frame of mind at the moment. They are not doing the playing on the field. They are not getting the results on the field. And also the club is bereaved as it is. So that match will be postponed as it is. But notwithstanding, Shooting Stars Club of Ibadan, management have given the coaching crew, the technical group of the, the Oluo Yellow Warriors, a matching order to redeem the situation at um, Adama Singba, as it were. After three matches or with three matches, or they will be given the matching orders. A very poor record Shooting Stars have in the last five. They've won just one, lost three, and drawn one. That is not the stuff um, one would expect from a club like Shooting Stars. But again, this team is just coming back from the NNL. NNL. So you would say they, have, they don't have what it takes to play with the big boys. And almost, Abdul Hamid, if you look at the league table, all the teams that have been promoted to the NPFL from the NNL occupy the bottom of the league table, except surprise team Remon Stars. When the United is on 18 points, it's on 18 position with six points. Shooting Stars is on 19 position with six points. MFM, okay, save for MFM. MFM was not promoted. And then Niger Tornadoes is on 13 points. So the point is the teams promoted, two of the teams promoted are not doing very well. That is Shooting Stars Club of Ibadan and Gwombe. United. I think when this match is finally played, um, Shooting Stars would, might just have a little edge over Quara United. Quara United in their last game on the road in Portacot lost scandalously to Rivers United by 0-3 to three goals. So, yes, agreed. In their last five matches, Quara United had lost just one, one, two, and drawn two. But I see Shooting Stars Club of Ibadan checking off the tragedies that have befallen them or the tragedy that has befallen them with the loss of their general managers and getting a win from this at Ibadan. But a slim goal would just do maybe 1-0 or 2-1, Abdul Hamid. Yes, on behalf of Sport Analysis Network and Jack Football Crew, we express our deep condolences to our football club, the shooting stars of Ibadan and all their fans. And we hope, uh, we pray that, may the, that the soul of the general 
Aladji Rashid Balogun rest in perfect peace. Yes, I mean, I mean, and uh, I as a shooting stars fan, also accept my condolence. Let's go. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, of course. Uh, let's talk about the one I'm involved with the defending champions, Aqua United. Uh, yes, uh, the uh, goes to the Fabio Stadium and be playing all the Sunshine Stars. I mean, Aqua United should call the picture in this one. I'm sorry. Yes, but based on form. Sunshine Stars of Akure has the better form Abdul Hamid, interestingly. A club, you know, people jokingly call the unique basic club and things like that. Abdul Hamid, Sunshine Stars had played six matches this season. They have lost only one, Abdul Hamid. They have won two and drawn three. They have played away draws at um, um, Ibadan, playing 2-2 two -two to Shooting Stars. They have played an away draw, interestingly, to Rivers United Football Club of Portacourt. They have also played a home draw against Enugu Rangers. So when you look at the performance of Sunshine Stars, aside Remo Stars, they've played um, three of the biggest clubs, or the three of the clubs that are doing very well this season, namely um, Rivers United, Enugu Rangers, and OK, and they've, they've played Canopilas. Canopilas is not doing very well, but they've been able to get respectful um, um, results from both Enugu Rangers and Rivers United. That points to the fact that since they are doing very well against, quote-unquote, the big boys, now the question is, can you really call Aqua United a performing club this season? Maybe just no, because they've lost their last two matches. So those matches were on the road. They lost against I'm Lobby Stars by 0-1. They lost against Nassau United by two goals. They played a 1-1 a draw with Shooting Stars in um, Adama Simba, Ibadan, and they won Gombe United. The point exactly is Aqua United is not doing so exceptionally well compared to how they performed marvelously in the last season. So, Abdul Hamid, I'm tipping this match to end in a draw between Aqua United and Sunshine Stars. If Aqua United win it, I will not be surprised. But Sunshine Stars is good to go with a draw in Uyo, Abdul Hamid. Hmm. That's a very, very good, very good prediction from Amza. Uh, Wikitoris, yes, we'll be playing host. Uh, we'll be playing host to play two United. Your darling play two United get something positive when he travels to Bauchi? We are hoping that Plato United will get their very first victory on the road against Wiki tourists in the Abubakar Tafaba Lewa Stadium in Wunti, Bauchi. The, the distance between these two clubs is very, very small. One and 30 minutes journey from Joss to Bauchi. So Joss fans traditionally will be traveling from Joss to Bauchi to watch this normally first encounter. In one of their last few matches, Plateau United was able to beat Wiki Tourists in Bochi. At some point, Wiki Tourists were playing their home matches in the new Joss Stadium in Zara Road, Joss, um, when their stadium was undergoing refurbishment. The point is, there is so much similarities, there's so much connection, there are so many things between these two clubs. But when hostilities get, uh, it's time for hostilities at the Abuakar Tafabalewa Stadium. I don't see um, Wiki Tourists beating Plateau United black and blue, especially when Plateau United is still basking in the euphoria of scoring eight goals in their last two matches in Joss. The team is firing from all cylinders as we speak, though interestingly, Plateau United has scored 11 goals at home, but they've not been able to score any on the road. I think this is the time Plateau United will be able to get a goal on the road and perhaps get their first point on the road. Wicked Tories on their own were able to win their last away matches, the very first in a very long time for the um, Bauchi Elephants, as they call them, 
they call them the Giwa boys, that is Giwa in um, Hausa language means elephant. They were able to beat Takada FC to, in their banished home of Bini by one goal to nothing. But before that match, Wikitoris also lost by a goal to two to surprise boys, rebel stars of um, Ijebode. So as it is on the balance, I would say this match would end in a draw. Natu United will want to get their first away draw, while Wikitoris will not want to lose their second match on the, uh, at home in a row, while they want to consolidate on their away win to Dakada FC in Bini. Again, my prediction for this match will be one goal a piece, Abdul Hamid. All right, Kano uh, <laughs> Pillars will be playing host to MFA. I mean, what should you be expecting from this, from this encounter? Anything short of a victory for Kano Pillars will spell quote unquote doom for this much followed Kano state owned outfit. Kano Pillars have not been doing very well thus far in the NPFL. Um, they've been able to get just two wins in their last um, matches thereabout. One was against Niger Toledo's in, in Kaduna. The second one was the one they had on January 2nd against Aimba in um, Kaduna as well by beating them by two goals to nothing. Kano Pillars have not been doing very well, admittedly. While MFM Club Football Club of um, Lagos is performing very poorly, very poorly. MFM in their last match in Lagos lost to Rivers United by one goal to three. Abdul Hamid, I think since MFM was formed and they've been playing in the NPFL, this is the highest defeat MFM have suffered at home in the NPFL. So they want to redeem their image. They want to prove to um, the number one supporter of the club, the one they call that the GO, um, MFM Odukoya, Pastor Odukoya, that he should have confidence in the team. He should continue to give them the maximum support. He should continue to sponsor the team. They want to prove a point when they go to Kanu. But Kanu, considering that they're on the back foot at the moment, they also want to do well. I see this match ending in a draw, but the singular fact that the match will be played in Kaduna. I see this match ending in a win for Kanu Pillars, but the singular fact that this match will be played in Kaduna. Kanu Pillars adopted home Abdul Hamid. Yes, in order, I mean, in other fixtures, Abia will also be open uh, to be hostile, uh, hostile, hostile when they when, when they welcome the Kada FC, Gombe uh, United. Yes, at uh, the Pantami Stadium, will be playing host to Niger Tornadoes, while Lobby Star will also be facing Affinity uh, George, Affinity uh, Judges, Let's move. All right, it's time to talk about the super heroes of Nigeria. Yes, the super heroes is no news. That's Nigeria. The super heroes of Nigeria qualified for the round of 16 on a very stellar run of form. I mean, they won all their three matches. Yeah, they won all three matches played in the group stage. Scoring six goals and considering just one from the penalty spot. But there's no time for them to pass in that. As that will amount to nothing when if they fail to qualify in the next round. I mean, they will be playing all, I mean, they will be facing the Carthage Eagles of Tunisia. Uh, Amza, we must get a victory, is not negotiable at this stage. It's unnegotiable, it's non negotiable, rather, at this stage. Victory is not negotiable, Abdul Hamid. 
the Super Eagles are condemned to win this one. Um, in the build-up to the tournament, nobody, nobody gave them an inside chance to win the tournament. But after that performance against Egypt in the opening fixture, people are beginning to look towards the direction of the Super Eagles. After finishing the first round of matches with the maximum nine points, bookmakers are beginning to look at the Super Eagles as potential champions of this ongoing AFCON. Abdul Hamid, like you pointed out, this is not the time for the Super Eagles to prove bookmakers wrong. This is not the time to disappoint over 200 million fans that are rooting for them to do marvelously well and bring some joy to Nigeria. Abdul Hamid. I mean, you, I mean, I mean, you have to believe that whatever we've done at the group stage, we've been I mean, useless at this point if we fail to qualify beyond this round, Hamza. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, many Nigerians will be very, very disappointed, no matter what they have put up. Okay. This meeting is being recorded. At this point, the Super Eagles cannot let all the teaming supporters in Nigeria, like I said earlier on, down. What matters now is the second round fixture against Tunisia, and Tunisia must be defeated, Abdul Hamid. Yes, Tunisia must go down. Yes, lastly, on this, I mean, should August Austin, I mean, news have it, I mean, news have it also, I mean, I already reported during the week, we are calling Hoda wrote for ESPN FC that um, Joseph Pacero has not signed a contract with the NFF, and NFF are not considering to give uh, Austin Iguavon the permanent job, I mean, the permanent role as Super Eagles coach. But then, should he lose this game, you expect that he that will that that will be a big blow for his I mean, for his ambition to be the Super Eagles coach. Um, I think this issue can be left till after Nigeria's campaign. Hopefully, when Nigeria wins the Afcon, if you ask me, this is an unnecessary distraction for me. A strong advocate of the local coach. I hope, of course, the government goes very far in this. And it's also good news that we've not signed Pacero. But I think this should be left in the cooler for now till Nigeria finish its campaign in the Nations Cup. Then the Super Eagles handlers, that is the NFF, will now take a decision based on Augustine Iguavon's um, performance in the AFCON, which I hope will be positive and which I hope Augustine Iguavon will be given a substantive contract as the main man to tinker with the Super Eagles going into the next round of matches, the last lap of matches to qualify for the next World Cup, Abdul Hamid. Abdul Hamid, permit me to do some figures. Can you hear me? All right, I can hear you. Okay, permit me to do some stats as per Nigeria and Tunisia. And Nigeria and Tunisia had met five times in the Nations Cup. Tunisia had won just one. Um, I think that match was via penalties. We had knocked out Nigeria in, yes, in the 2004 <clears throat> Nations Cup, where they became eventual winners. The last time Nigeria met Tunisia before now was in the 2019 Afghan Cup of Nations, where Nigeria defeated them in the third place finish. Nigeria came back home with the bronze in that tournament. Also, Nigeria and Tunisia had met um, in other competitions or in other in other um, matches, the both clubs had met. Sorry, Abdul Hamid. Both clubs and um, both countries have met twenty times, and each country had won six matches apiece, with eight matches ending 
in draws. Like I said, the last time the two teams met was in the last AFCON. Um, in 2006, this same coach, Augustine Guavon, defeated Tunisia in the quarterfinals. Nigeria won that match um, via penalties, Abdul Hamid. So in the last two matches, this, both countries have played in the AFCON. The Super Eagles have had the upper hand against the Tunisians. We hope they continue with that feat, and we hope Tunisia 2004 will not replete, uh, replay uh, itself. Yes, in on the balance of play, Tunisia have never ever won Nigeria after 90 minutes. The highest they have won Nigeria is after the penalties, when they won, after the penalties, like I mentioned on, when they won by five goals to three against the Super Eagles um, in the Afghan 2004, which they hosted, which they eventually won, which is the only Afghan they have won till date. Aside that, they have had three podium finishes. They won um, bronze in the early 60s and 70s, thereabout, while they won bronze in the tournament in 2000. And um, the one was started by South Africa, I think, yes, Abdul Hamid. Where South Africa defeated them in 1996 by two goals to nothing in the final match, Abdul Hamid. All right, thanks very much, Hamza. Yes, we will not disappoint you. We shall also be giving you a review of that encounter as the next episode of this podcast drops on Monday. You can join us on social media, Peter Andrew Streets at San, Tweet at San in capital letters on Facebook, Sport Analysis Network, and on Instagram, Sport Analysis Network. You can also, I mean, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sand Football is the name for premium football content. This is where you shall be doing the coaches on the show. I'm thanks for coming. And I hope you get your voice back by the next episode. All right. Hopefully, hopefully. hopefully.